The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. Chiefs returned to the practice field on Thursday to continue preparation for their Week 2 contest against the Jacksonville Jaguars. We heard from offensive coordinator Matt Nagy, defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolo, wide receiver Sky Moore, and special teams coordinator Dave Tope. We'll go in that order, starting with the Chiefs offensive coordinator, followed by Steve Spagnolo. Then we'll take a quick timeout. When we get back, we'll wrap things up with Sky Moore and Dave Tope. Here's Matt Nagy. Far away. Yeah, I think for us, the biggest thing is we know um, in that game what went on. And, and the ones that jump out, obviously, you, you, you can look at the drops. And, but, but really, we as a coaching staff just always start by looking at us, looking at the players, and then trying to figure out, like, what's the solution? So when you get into a game like that, um, whether it's throws, passes, you know, catching, uh, runs, uh, whatever it is, you got to be real when you go through that. And, and the best part about the group of guys that we have in that receiver room is that they all know how much we trust them, and that's one game, and they know that they can be better. But at the same point in time, they know that we believe in them. And, um, you know, I know the drops was a big deal uh, for all of us, but we got to be able to, whatever that is, whatever that means um, this week in practice, um, the days after the game, mentally, physically, do everything we can to be better, but then also not let it be like something that you think about all the time. And I think that's Coach Reed's greatest strength, and I think it's a lot of the players' greatest strength is we move on and we show belief and trust in each other, and then we, we understand that when we get back out there, um, we all need to be better, everybody. Matt, how, how do you define a drop, by the way? I mean, if the guy gets a hand on it, if it's two hands on it, I mean, you might see that differently than other people see it. No, I see it the same way as, as most people. I mean, there's going to be some of the plays where a guy is running full speed and he's running a slant route and it's, uh, it, it's, there's no one on him. It's not contested, but it hits his hands, but it's a difficult catch. You know, I think there's levels to different types of catches and, and everybody sees it differently um, until you're the wide receiver and you have to, have to actually run out there and try to catch the ball and have somebody get ready to hit you, have somebody on your back. It's not easy, but these guys are professionals. They know that, and um, I think that's, again, I keep going back to who we are, our identity in that room as an offense, and, and really it's a team in general, and it starts with Coach Reed, is we believe in one another. We trust one another, and 
we're excited to get back out and show what we're able to do. Coach, what caused did you that? Feel, did you Sorry. feel that, that hand on it, but maybe Patrick could have gotten it a little more in stride and better? I mean, is that part of the Yeah, there, that's absolutely all a part of it. I mean, there's accuracy um, in every throw. There's contested catches. There's, there's simple catches that you have. There, all of that goes hand in hand. And sometimes it can become a little bit contagious when you have, you know, a game like that. And so um, we just got to be able to get through that mentally. And then physically by doing it, and that's that's everybody. That's not just the receivers. It's not just the quarterback. It's everybody. There's, there what whether it's the O line with blocking, whether it's us as coaches, how we're teaching it, all that stuff. It's all hand in hand. But coach, when you don't see it in the preseason, you don't see it at camp, and all of a sudden you see it through various people. What do you think causes that? Yeah, I don't know if I have a, an exact answer for you, other than let's let's make it end quickly, and the way to do that is to come out um, this week and have a great game. And, and put that behind us and, and not, again, you can sit there and talk about it all day long in practice and always bring it up. That's not what the players want. That's not what we want. We need to be able to let them know um, what we expect and the standards here in this offense and execution, details, fundamentals, all that stuff that's uh, rather simple. And then they just go out and do it. And then if they know that you believe in them, that's a big part of getting over those hurdles. And, and those players know that. Up Sunday, and what kind of boost could that provide? Again, for I think that's something that's a coach Reed, Brett Veach, all that. I mean, I thought he, he looked good yesterday in practice, which was great to see. Um, but again, all of that is probably hourly, daily, whatever you want to say. And we as coaches and offensively, we just got to be prepared for both sides, just like it was last week. Matt, how much are you guys still in the process of getting wide receivers and quarterback on, on the same page, especially with the option around? That's um, probably an ongoing thing, and that's every year whenever you have new players. Uh, if it's uh, somebody that was here the previous year, you want to grow from that. And um, I think that that's – a lot of times it's about the offenses that find their identity that season the quickest. Every year, no matter who you are, whether you're, you've had a quarterback that's been here 15 years or one year. It takes a little bit of time to figure out who your players are and how you want to use them and how they go. And um, the, the teams that find it the quickest – um, get going the best usually. So right now, we, we it's just a matter of just letting these guys go out, keep working towards their strengths, and, and going to you know go play football and play fast. How do you want a follow up to what Sam said? Like you kept seven, and I know mm-hmm. it's always great to spread the ball around and not know where the ball is going all that. But is it harder to keep that many guys you know in sync to get that many guys in sync? No, it's not harder. Um, it does give you depth, but at the same point in time, it probably goes back to when we're in when we're in practice. Um, you know, if you're an 11 personnel, you have three wide receivers that are out on that play in practice. That's three. That means you got four guys that aren't in that, in that play um, and getting the timing. But that's very common. It's the, it's the guys that aren't out there at that time for that rep that got to mentally be locked in and then also be able to steal reps as well off to the side um, with the quarterback and, and stay locked in that way too. So it's just a combination of all of that by no means makes it harder uh, it just allows those guys to kind of figure out what position they're at, what they do well, and then how do we fit them into what we think we do well conceptually. And then Kyrgyz said yesterday that coach told him, like, calm down. Yeah. You just need to calm down. Is that that old adage in sports, be quick but don't hurry, that maybe he's – 100%. Yeah. You want to uh, – these guys, trust me, these players that were out there uh, playing last Thursday night, every one of them want to win just as much as us, and, and they all care. And so um, – 
they get they get more opportunities to show what they can do and what they're all about. And I think that's the beauty of sports. Uh, it's the beauty of our team, the, the people that we have in this building, is there's a belief and trust. And so now you feel that. And it's not a Debbie Downer, you hang, you're hanging your head and you don't want to go out to practice. You're worrying about drops. Now that's not where we're at. We're about going the other way, being positive. Three months. You, you see the issues with running game. How do you get more production from the running back? Um, you know, I think for us, specifically a lot of things and it's crazy to say you know with Patrick but this offense I mean being able to run the football and have Patrick and the rest of the guys on this offense it certainly helps and you know we we uh Patrick used his legs when he needed to to help in the run game with some scrambles on first second not just third down but also first and second but we know and our offensive linemen know that every week they want to be able to protect and they want to be able to create holes for the running backs to find those holes and, and um, you know, you'd love to average four and a half yards per carry, uh, which is great because it, uh, <clears throat> it makes second and third down a lot easier. But, again, that's a focus for us. We want to keep being great at it. And the way to do that is to be, um, have solid execution all week in practice and then take it to the game on game day. Yeah, Matt, when it comes to short yardage situations, regardless of the play, what are kind of the key points or maybe mentality you need so a few things with that. Um, I will say it, it's it's pretty. You'll see, and it's usually it's tough to get one yard in those gotta have it situations. That said, um, whether it's a run or a pass, it's it's about the execution. It's about um, doing whatever you need to do to get that one yard. And so it's you watch games across the league, and it it is not easy. So we just need to do whatever we can to make sure whether it's a run, a pass, whatever that we are finding a way to move the sticks on third and one. And um, however that is, we need to do it. And we understand that um, last week wasn't good enough, and we need to get better there. Coach, Scott had some, as a rookie last year, had some up and down last season. Uh, he was expected to take that, that next step as, as not a rookie anymore. So how does he move on from last season? Pretty easily. I mean, I look at Sky and... If there's one guy on that offense, um, when you talk about the mental side and just how do you get back to the next game, I mean, he went through what an awesome story of him last year going through what he went through with some of the, the muffs and punts and special teams. And then for him to do what he did at the end of the year and me just knowing Sky, who he is as a person, how mentally resilient he is, I have no concerns at all that he's going to be able to bounce back and, and have a great year um, just game by game. I mean, you're, you're going to have some games where you want to, you know, catch every single ball. It's not easy, but if they're, you know, we have a lot of great guys in that room, and Sky's a guy that, you know, he's just a, he's a positive guy, and I think he, he gets stronger um, sometimes by maybe even being questioned on where he is with that kind of stuff. I, and I, I kind of like that because I, I believe in him, and I know we do as a staff and teammates. So we're looking forward to, to him growing. Thanks, everybody. All right, take care. Good to see you. Doing great. Um, I'll go quick for you. Listen, I'll go back real quick. It's been a while since we, we played that game. I'll just go back real quick. I'll tell you what I told the, the unit when I saw them. I was proud of the way overall with the way we performed. But I also said that it's a bottom line business, and the bottom line was we didn't win the game. So somewhere in there we needed to find one more stop in the fourth quarter. could have helped us win the football game. So having said that, that's put to rest. Now we're on to Jacksonville. I had a pretty good practice yesterday, good little walk through here and get ready to practice this afternoon. So with that, I'll open it up. Steve, how did Chris look in practice? Yeah, good. Yeah, he wanted to, Chris wanted to, like, everybody got a lot of energy, right? Uh, he's well-rested. He wanted to go every play yesterday, but we had to kind of tone it down on him. But he, he looked good. 
Well, we'll get, we'll, yeah, we'll get through today and, and tomorrow and see where he is. I, I'm, I'll be curious to talk with him and see how he feels condition. That's the biggest thing, right, is the condition. The one thing we don't want to do or we want to protect against as best as we can is to not put him in a situation where we get him hurt. We certainly don't want that. Um, and we all know, look, he wasn't, he hasn't had a lot of work up till this point. We'll get him as much as we can and then try to be smart on game day. What's a reasonable snap count for I don't want to put a number on it. I really don't. Um, I had one year I was in, I forget where I was. We had a linebacker that didn't play very much. It was like, we're going to, hey, we're going to keep you at 25, 30, played 60 plays. <laughs> yeah, I, it, was, it was like, okay, you know, I don't know what, I can't remember why, but, uh, but it, I, I don't know. It wasn't so much that as the way the game went. Or maybe somebody got hurt. Maybe, maybe the backup got hurt or something. But it was, so I'm not, I'm not going to slap a number on it. I, I do. I'm optimistic about that. Yeah. I, I know there's a difference between football shape and being, you know, beach five, right? Yeah. Like, you got to be impressed. He seems like he's in better shape every single year. We were saying this when he wasn't here, that the one thing we knew that when, you know, hopefully he did get back, that we knew he'd be in shape. That's just not his, you know, he's not a, he's not the big fat guy, you know, like the, some of the big guys are in the, and you worry about that. I mean, he's, listen, he's, He's the real deal. He's blessed with some talent. So he, I, he looks like he's in good shape to me. You know? Right here, Coach. You know? oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about you know, inside oh, tackle defense. Coach, going back to last game, you guys didn't have Chris, and it seemed like you guys were all right. What, what do you think was the key to the success in, in managing last game? Well, listen, I put that all on. The, it was a group effort. It was a unit thing that we talked about. We knew that we had to click on all cylinders and execution to have some good plays. That was a good football team that we went against, a good, a good offense. Um, like I said, I was proud overall. There are still some things we need to clean up. The disappointing things were the missed tackles in the fourth quarter and really one third down red zone play that could have been a four-point play um, might have been the difference in the game. That's how close it was. But in that sense, you think LJ still giving his feet under him a little bit after? You'd have to ask him. But, I mean, listen, anytime you take that much time off and you take one week to get ready. But he, he looks pretty good. I, I thought he looked really good yesterday. Moving around, so and we, we need him. You know, Steve, looking at Trevor Lawrence, what have you kind of seen from him? The last time he's been in the playoffs till now, accuracy. Yeah, he gets he gets better and better. Doug does a great job with him. The thing that always stands out, um, and this stood out when we played, he's huge. He's big. He's a big, strong quarterback that can run. I showed a clip this morning. He runs. He didn't slide. You know, and he's running over people. Um, he's in the pocket. People get around him. And he's getting out. He's just a big, strong guy that can throw the football. I, I just see a really, I thought he was great when he was in college and knew he'd be a good player, but he just looks like he gets more and more confident as he plays. And with Calvin Ridley, wide receiver, what have you seen from him, especially last week, chemistry-wise already? Yeah, really good. And obviously in that game, right? And, and it feels like, I mean, I know if I'm that quarterback and you have a guy like that and you have a game like you did last week, I mean, I, I got to believe uh, you got to keep looking to him. Uh, and yet, you know, you can you commit too many people to that one person, and they've got a lot of. This is as skilled, might be as skilled an offense as we're going to play all year. Now, I'm sure I'm going to say that <laughs> five weeks from now about the next team we're playing. But you guys know what I'm saying. I mean, we were that was skilled last year. You add him to it. You know, I got another running back, right? Number four from Auburn. So, Coach, Coach Chris is a talented guy, right? Like when he's not on the field, are there things in this game that you just can't do? Um, I don't. Uh, there's probably things that we uh, we might 
we might add some things when he's not there. We might feel like we need some different things, and when he's there, maybe we don't have to do that. That's a, probably a better way. Um, and we had to do a little bit of that last week. We had to find other ways to generate some pressure. I thought Mike Dana did a nice job inside on that one play. The coverage was really good. We had a double on there, star receiver, and got executed. It was a good example of everything executed the way it was supposed to, all 11 guys, and we ended up getting a positive play. But, you know, Chris will get right in the fold with the things that we're doing. There'll be some things in there, obviously, that we have always had in for Chris uh, that we didn't, wouldn't have had in last week. Overall, I think a nice job. First game, you know, in your hometown, you know, a lot of probably a lot of eyeballs on him from people that he knew. Um, solid. I mean, we still got all you know, like any rookie. He's got some got a ways to go, but I thought he had a solid game. Coach, how much fun do you have putting unusual plays together? You know, we we think of Andy as the mad scientist coming up with snow globes and stuff, but you have like at a time like five guys up front, six and back, and forcing one on ones with the offensive linemen, and it's like, do you get? Know, do you get creatively and have fun with some of these things? Yeah, I mean, listen, that's, I mean, when you're in this business as a coach, the chess game, you know, the game within the game is a part of it that you really enjoy. Um, that's the challenge in my job, you know. I mean, the biggest, the bigger challenge in my job is to be able to convey what we put together as coaches, get it taught and conveyed to players so that they can do it on the field. If you can't do, if that, if that, if something's missing there, it doesn't matter how good the scheme is, you know, or how good the players are, if the connection isn't there. So that's, that's another challenge. But I, I enjoy that. I always have. Um, I le listen, I learned from a, a great one. Jim Johnson, you guys know, I've worked for in Philadelphia, and I watched him do it for, for years. And um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a really enjoyable part of the business. But you don't call, like, Nick Bolton in the middle of the night, like Andy calls Patrick sometimes. Nick calls me. He hasn't done a middle of the night deal. But Nick, I tell you what, Nick's great that way. He came to me yesterday on something. Um, hey, I think we ought, ought to do this or, or not to do that. And uh, Chris likes to come to me with ideas on uh, you know, creative things. They're usually designed for Chris. Uh, but, this, but the, you know, when, when we get new players, I always, you know, when you get new guys to come that have been in other places, I'm always asking them. You know, was there something that you did that was really good there? It's a beg, borrow, and steal business, right? I guess kind of in that regard, you spent their time to play the Jags in like a calendar year. What, what goes into that as far as disguising and making sure, you know, you are changing up in a way? Yeah, that's, that's a great point. I'm sure they'll do the same thing. Um, there is a little bit of, look, they ran this play like this last time. I would anticipate they will change that, but they might get back to the – basic play, but I think in, in any offense, probably in any defense, it would be the same thing, that there are foundational plays, calls that each team has, and maybe focus a little bit more on them and adjust in the game. Just look at the outside, Trevor Duffy looks like he's playing at a really high level. How, how, how much has he grown? How good is he? How much does that maybe make yeah. it a little bit easier for you if he's playing? I'm game? glad you brought him up because um, I thought he had a really good game. What You know, I thought he did really a good job of a block, what we call block destruction. Like he was getting off blocks the other night quick and getting himself involved in the run game, which a nickel has got to do because he's like a linebacker when you put him out there. And his coverage skills have been really good. He'll have a challenge this week with the guy that they have in the slot. But I think he's excited about that, and hopefully we can do some good things. He, you know, him along with LJ, whichever other corner we put in there, 
Um, if we could stay healthy, knock on wood, you know, we can continue to do some things that we like to do when we got guys that we think can cover. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. All right, good. Yeah, have a good day. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to the Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. I, I feel like it was just a lack of focus on our, on, in our room. And I feel like you know doing the little things consistently every day is gonna is gonna like keep your focus throughout the week throughout the day, and I feel like we were lacking in that area. Uh, it's been it's it's been good. You know we had a good practice yesterday. We we got to watch the film as soon as we came in on uh, what was that Tuesday, and you know we're 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 on to Jacksonville. Uh, it it sat with me a little long because we had that you know we had a we had a, a decent break, but um, I flushed it though. I'm good. I'm you know on the Jacksonville. Besides catching the ball, are there specific areas of improvement you're looking for from the receivers and yourself on Sunday from what happened against the Lions? Just just every aspect. We we understand that that wasn't our best. That wasn't our best performance, and it needs to get better. Yeah. How did that help you to, to bounce back Um, just knowing that this is life. Like, you know, life you know, life will hit you. You know, there's gonna be upsets, there's gonna be downs in life, so you, you, you can't stop. You gotta keep going. We see guys that, that look at social media as soon as the game is over, right? And yeah. pull up their name, see what's what's been talked about. Yeah. How do you black out that out? Don't do it. Just don't don't you know, as 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 cliche as it seems, you you just gotta like stay in your own little little bubble when stuff like that happens and get right with yourself. To, so you were able to, you know, come back, make a bounce back. When you, when you have a game that you're not as happy with, how does Pat kind of reinstill confidence with you and you maybe after the game or throughout the week the next week? Uh, Pat, you know, Pat's great with stuff like that. You know, just always making sure, you know, you're in a great headspace. So, like, even if, like, you see it all the time, like, if you see if you see somebody drops the ball in the game, he's coming right back at you trying to get you get you to forget about it. So, you know, I feel like just the whole locker room has been, has been doing good is just – you know, flipping to the next page. What can this receiver core do against Jacksonville? How do you evaluate their defense? Uh, they got a good defense. They got a they got a lot of like long, athletic corners, and um, their secondary is pretty solid. So I feel like it'll be a good matchup, and you know we can go out there and give our a better effort than last week for sure. Scott, when you've done, sorry, um, is there something you're, you're dealing with with, with the Palmers? Uh, no, I just I just had a I just jammed it a little bit. Just trying to keep the the impact off of here, but it's cool right now. So, Sky, when the play is covered and everything, you guys, you guys got to take off and scramble drill and just try to find spots. What are you going through to be able to get open and find that viable option for passive throws? Uh, it's kind of like a field thing. It's hard to explain. You just got to basically just find the space and give them a window to throw. What, can you take us through what was going on, what maybe your role was on the fourth down play, what, what you were thinking, ball in the air, was did it break down? Was it yeah. you had to kind of move out a little bit, just take us through what was going on on your end. Yeah, it was kind of, yeah, it, it definitely broke into a scramble drill. So I just tried to, like, 
uh, I just I tried to find space. I really just tried to find space. And uh, as I'm running, I, fe I felt like Jay Watt and his defender in like my area. So I kind of I kind of hesitated a little bit on when the, once the ball was in the air. I didn't know if he threw it to me or not. So it was it was kind of like a whole weird weird scenario. So twenty five yards down the field is not yeah. normal. Like, was it kind of hard to kind of find your landmark on where you were trying to? To get to as well, going that far. It was, it was, yeah, it was kind of like I, we got to get the first down, no matter what it looks like. So that's what that's what I was thinking, at least. How close did you come to catching it? It's hard to tell from where. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I definitely came. I came super close to catching it. I probably should have caught it, but I didn't. So you know, on the Jacksonville. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. Good afternoon, morning, whatever. <laughs> What's been the point of emphasis? Uh, getting back on track. I mean, that's what everybody's. Uh, that's was the mantra this week, and uh, you know, make plays when they're there. Um, uh, get back to practicing, you know, with great effort and and being exact in what we do, you know, and, and just be us. You know, that's really what the message was this week. You see anything on teams in the Lions game that surprised you one way or the other? Uh, you talking about the fake? Well, yeah, not, no. not just that, but anything else. Uh, no, I mean, really, um, I was really disappointed with the fake just because we worked so hard. We spent, you know, we invested a lot of time on it, and you know, it wasn't like we were tricked or anything. But um, you know, our guys reacted well. We just didn't make the play. They made a play. We didn't. Uh, you know, um, it was a gutsy call. Good call. Um, it is what it is. But. I wasn't surprised by anything they did. I mean, you know, I thought our punter punted great and kicker kicked great and we covered well. So, other than that. What about anything your guys did or didn't do during the game? Your guys? Uh, they, were, they were good. I mean, I, I was kind of impressed with uh, Connor. You know, Connor did a, good, a nice job. He made a nice tackle on the punt. Uh, you know, no hesitation, just, uh, you know, shooting it, taking the shot there and making a nice tackle. And um, Cam, you know, did a nice job too, uh, 44. Um, you know, as as rookies, and, and then our other guys, you know, they were solid. They were real solid. Dave, on the, the fake, you guys were ready for it, and you talk about just a split second reaction. How how, uh, how how can you stop something like that? It's such a short gain. Can you be more ready than we could? Extra we could ready on real short ones. Yeah, I mean, in that situation, we could keep defense on the field. You know, I had punt return out there. You know, you're on the third on the seventeen yard line. You're not expecting that, but we are. Expected when we were on the field, we talked about it, and, but we had punt return personnel out there. I could have had D lineman out there. You know, I mean, that's that would have been a perfect scenario. But it, all the other scenarios in the game, if you watched it, we had defense stay on the field. You know, I left the big guys on the field in the short yard situation, so they might have deterred them. Who knows? They, they might have had the thing called anyway. I mean, who knows? I mean, really, uh, we just uh, Cook made a nice hit on it. Uh, knocked him sideways. We just didn't get that that guy to, to you know he stood him up. Just, we didn't get that guy to knock it back. We had it initially stopped, but he fell forward and got the first down. I mean, it would have been a big play for us had we gotten that one. I mean, that, you know, I'm pretty sure it would, things would have been different. Was there a discussion with Andy before that fake about leaving the, the defense on the field? No, no. Andy does. He he relies on me to make those calls. I mean, he doesn't. Uh, he trusts me. Um, you so know, even, that's even my a call. Like that, he'll, he'll leave yeah. that to you. you yes. Tell him, hey, we yeah, I mean, we, you know, yeah, we make those. I make those calls. Yep. Are you That's finding, a, I'm sorry, Coach. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I know you run all kinds of numbers, but like our teams, much more. We, you know, we focus just on you guys. We don't look at the trends against the leagues. And 
Are you getting more teams doing that against you than the, the norm? Is that something you have to be more ready for? Yeah, we, we talked about it all year last year. We were ready for stuff. Um, we talked about it. We know when people play us, they got to try to steal possessions, and that's one way to do it. And um, we have to be, you know, whether it's an onside kick or, you know, a fake punt or any, all those different scenarios, we have to be ready for. Anytime they have the ball in their hand and they, they control the situation, we have to be, be able to play defense. And we, we talk about it. We practice the heck out of it. You know, and, and we're gonna we're gonna make a you know a lot of those plays, but sometimes they get us and they got us. Dave, you mentioned Cam Jones. How much did you see the special teams' ability? Is that one of the reasons that uh, did you play a part in getting him here as an undrafted free agent? Is that something uh, throughout camp and everything? Yeah, I mean, we our our you know our scouting department did a great job of finding that guy. I mean, he was a you know a guy that was in camp and he did a good job and made plays in preseason. So uh, we saw that he could be a good special teams player. The way the numbers worked out that week, we were able to get him up. He's on the 53. Um, you know, uh, going forward, you know, he could be up, he could be down, depending on you know what we do on different spots. And uh, you know, I'm I'm pleased with the way he's developing. Coach, in games like that, uh, the punt unit was was pretty clutch with Tommy pushing him back there. Yes. How, how valuable were they? Huge, because there was a lot of times we you know our offense you know we weren't you know clicking on all cylinders, so we had to flip the field and Tommy. We had five punts. Four of them were outstanding with great hang time, great coverage. Gunners did a good job, and we were able to flip the field. We had one bad punt, and it was at the last one. Uh, but, um, you know, he, he was definitely a factor in that game. You know, obviously, you know, it didn't turn out. Agnew, you know, the returner. I mean, he's scary, good. Um, obviously, we have a lot of respect for him. Um, he's been the main focus this week is controlling, trying to control him. Yeah, I mean, Richard did a good job fielding a football on punt. Uh, we didn't get any opportunities on kick return. So, uh, you know, we're, yeah, I think he's going to be fine. Uh, you know, I, I like his leadership back there. Um, uh, you know, he did a good job fielding the ball. You know, obviously he came, he got, the ball came out after he came on his head, landed on his head. But uh, besides that, uh, only one game in. So, thanks, everybody. All right, thank you. Thanks,